Helping people build ambitious and satisfying careers, businesses, and lives. This is the Influence Ecology Podcast. Now, here is your host, John Patterson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Today's mini-sode is an exclusive preview of the July 2020 Influence Ecology 3D Virtual Conferences. Through Verbella for virtual events, Influence Ecology now offers a social engagement and communication solution on our private 3D virtual campus. It transforms a real-time campus into an unforgettable, fully immersive experience. Our private virtual campus is designed to promote real social interaction, engagement, and collaboration with speakers, attendees, faculty, sponsors, and campus partners. Today, we hear one of our 40 featured conference experts share how they build potent transactions that produce better outcomes. As we teach it, the principle of personality and transactional behavior allows each of us to exploit our unique perspective. From a combination of their worldview and expertise, each conference speaker will reveal their specialized strategies and tactics that you can apply to your own business or profession. Our mid-year conferences are July 12th through 14th in the U.S. Central Standard Time and July 26th to the 28th Australian Western Standard Time. Our 3D virtual campus allows you to meet today's guests, other experts, and participants 24 hours a day from both conferences and in any country. Here's the interview. Dan Murphy, welcome back to the Influence Ecology podcast. Great to have you with us. Thank you. Good to be here. If you would, for our guests, please say your name, where you live, and what you do. I'm Dan Murphy. I'm from um, Hopedale, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston, and I am the head of product development at High Marley. And say a little bit about your own specialization or where you tend to find yourself in a variety of different kinds of offers. Sure. Yeah, I am. Um, so I'm, my focus is on leading organizations, leading teams, building um, building teams. Um, I've been mostly involved in building product development or things around product development organizations. Um, and um, yeah, I focus mainly on on uh, scaling and growing um, small teams into larger teams, and and trying to figure out how to do that with the lowest cost and most joy possible. <laughs> I do love that you talk about that. Um, and then, so that people get a sense of your authority, can you say a little bit about your history? Yeah, so I'm. Um, I started my career as a software engineer. I've been in technology for the past twenty five years. Um, I the last decade or so, I've been in leadership positions. Um, I've grown in scale. This is my third startup. So um, been a part of two others. Um, um, the most recent of just a few years ago, I left to start this one with this group of people. And um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I just really enjoy this type of work and and uh, have a long history of doing it. So. Right. And I think do you also have some involvement in um, startups in general or perhaps even in venture funding? Are you playing around in that area as well? Yeah. So um, so myself and um, today I'm High Marley's a two year old or now three year old company. And um, I've been part of High Marley for two years. So, um, yeah, as this being my third startup, um, highly involved in, in helping it kind of figure out how to go from zero to 100, how to how to 
how to grow the teams, how to raise the money, how to allocate the capacity and the funds appropriately, all of that work. So, right. Good. And then before I get into some of the questions about today, um, as we teach it, we teach personality and transactional behavior. What's the personality that you identify with? And can you say just a little bit about that for our listeners? Sure. I'm a performer. Um, That's what I identify with anyway. And that's what most people identify me with (laughs) who know me. And um, yeah, what does it mean? Um, It means that I I specialize in constructing um, narratives for the most part. So I I, I focus on listening um, to what a lot of people are, you know, requesting or a lot of things people are discussing, things they want. Um, I listen to ideas. I listen to theories. And then eventually I start to turn those into um, something consumable for everyone to sort of rally around and, and, and sort of put their their hearts and minds into. And, and we call them narratives. And so, you know, sort of help people understand complex things and break them into, into real, you know, um, meaningful plans that they can get a part of, that they can be a part of. Let's talk about the talk that you're going to be presenting at the mid-year conference. So say a little bit about the title and then tell us about the talk. Yeah, so the title is We Think in Narrative. And um, so the talk that I'm going to give, I'm going to share a little bit about what that means when we say we think in narrative and and what that means for all of us. Um, For me, it's we think in narrative. But what we all do is we we actually, whether you're a performer or not, we all speak in narrative. We actually learn in narrative. It's like, so I don't know, it's a chicken and egg. I don't know if we learn in narrative and that's why we think in narrative or we naturally think in narrative and that's why we learn in narrative. But either way, it's it's definitely the case of, you know, it starts at a very young age when people teach us things, they teach us in story. And uh, that continues through our whole lives of how we learn things is we learn through stories. And we learn from listening to people explain things with context, with meaning, with, you know, helping us to be emotionally involved in whatever they're talking about. Whenever somebody's droning on about something, you have no emotional involvement. It's just words that are hitting you. But when there's a narrative to it that you can be involved in, that you can put yourself into, it it becomes so much easier for you to absorb that information in the way that you want it to be absorbed and you understand and comprehend it the way the person is sharing it with you. So um, I think in English, it's locution and illocution. It's the ability for me to say what I mean and for you to hear it the way I mean it. And Mm -hmm. when when we speak in narratives, when we think in narratives, and, and, and we really put our focus around that. What we're really talking about is how do I say this in a way that is going to have the person listening to me be captivated and understand it and take it as emotionally as I want them to. <laughs> That's really great. And, and from your experience for some of the other personalities that don't mm-hmm. necessarily traffic the narrative, mm-hmm. um, what do you think they'll learn from hearing all this? Well, hopefully some practice. So I'm hoping to be able to share some practical advice about how to um, engage with performer personality types, people like me and how they can engage with someone like me and some tips for that, as well as some tips for themselves of how to maybe take advantage of some of the tools and tricks that people like me tend to use and apply them in their own in their own work. Because um, like I said, whether, whether you identify as a performer or not, we all think in narrative. And we all mm. speak in narratives and we all do this. We're just some people um, 
like I think you said, traffic in it, or <laughs> like some of us, it's it's where we, it's our sweet spot. It's just where we live all the time. But everybody, everybody does it, and um, just like I'm, I can be a judge, and and sometimes I'm I'm in a judge mode, and I can do that. But it's it's a skill for me. It's not so much my inherent place to live and work. Um, yeah. So hopefully yeah. tips tips for people how to deal with performers, and then how to maybe take on some of our traits as well. It's great. My experience in working with some organizations and with people over the last decade around this this whole thing is that some people are naive to the value of narrative and why it makes a difference in transactions or environments. Um, and I've said a little bit with with talking about this conference that this conference is about what we call building an influence ecology. So um, I've referred to building a house as an analogy and that if we build a this big beautiful house and go oops forgot the plumbing uh it's a you know not so great a house yeah. and so if i build this big transaction build this big environment uh build this business and i forget narrative then in your view what's likely to go awry oh a lot <laughs> um yeah, so one of the things that goes on when you're building a company is um, whether you intentionally do it or not, um, there are narratives that go along with your organization, right? So um, as we build a company, you can you can be overt and you can you can control the narratives to some extent. I mean, it's hard to control it, but you can certainly say this is you know you can you can deliberately create narratives for your organization. And what that will do is it will it will help everyone to rally and move in the same direction. It will keep people on a you know on the right path in the right direction. When you don't do that, when you just let things happen, the narratives themselves will just start appearing in the organization. And what you'll find is some groups of people will be following one story, and some groups of people will follow another. And when they come and clash with each other, it will be pretty ugly. And it happens all the time in organizations. Is you know there's thousands of narratives going on in large companies and um, they're competing with each other oftentimes and, and it, and it can cause a lot of dissent and destruction. So um, mm. yeah, it's, if being deliberate about it, um, it really does help for people to, um, you know, get behind something. Right. And so yeah. when it's not there, the absence of the narrative um, allows for them to just jump into any anything, um, whether you deliberately constructed it or not. You know, mm. yeah, that's going to be great. I, I look forward to hearing more. Sure. All right, what are you looking forward to most about the conference for yourself? Well, it'll be my first time participating in a virtual conference, so I'm looking forward to seeing what that's like. Um, I, I'm looking forward to hearing from all the other speakers and the personality types that they're the personalities that they're going to be talking about, um, those thinking styles. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of my friends and people that I don't get to see too often and hearing from others talk. So, me too. Me too. All right, great. Well, Dan, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, John. It's good talking to you. World-class virtual training has been part of our DNA for over a decade, and the newly launched Influence Ecology Virtual Campus provides a unique, immersive learning environment for our global network of ambitious professionals. Our campus offers corporate training, educational workshops, study incubators, as well as specialized knowledge and innovative tools to help grow your influence and income. 
Our exclusive membership ecology allows you to collaborate with some of the best and brightest minds, talent, and skills in many industries, occupations, and cultures across the globe. If you're interested in trying the Influence Ecology virtual campus for yourself, visit influenceecology.com forward slash campus. That's influenceecology.com forward slash campus. Or in the U.S. or Canada, you can text the word campus to 805-262-9008 and we'll send the registration link right to your mobile phone. Again, text the word campus to 805-262-9008. Also in our show notes, you'll find all the links to websites, books, or special downloads mentioned in this podcast. During the conference, we'll hear about each topic, why it's important, and how you can apply these strategies and tactics to your own business. In addition to our July 2020 conferences, our campus offers corporate training, educational workshops, and study incubators that include ambitious professionals from many industries, professions, and cultures. We provide social mixers and networking events to help connect with others and their expertise. We allow students, faculty, and mentors the opportunity to connect before and after program sessions to get help, form study groups, and use the campus for discussion. We also offer our advanced students premier program venues that serve their aims for an elite experience amongst peers. We can't wait to see you around campus. Thank you.